watching your one piece. We are! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. We're, uh, we're almost there. We're almost here. Uh, <laughs> Luffy, Luffy's dead. Luffy's dead. We're at the end. Luffy's dead. <laughs> it's almost over. <laughs> Luffy's dead. Luffy's dead, but Jory Boy has returned. <laughs> I'm glad they did the exact same cliffhanger that the manga did. Cool. Because it's fucking insane. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Sunday morning. We just watched One Piece. Actually, when do you watch One Piece? I watch it right before we record now, but I don't know. Do you watch it Saturday night? I did this morning. Okay. I, nice. I'm gonna be, I forgot until like I was going to bed last night that I could have watched it last night, so I watched it this morning. Next weekend, we'll probably jump on it right away because it's the big one yeah but on a regular basis i think sunday's fine <laughs> we can welcome to the, the drums of liberation podcast that'd be a, that'd be a very dramatic name shift a hundred episodes in <laughs> there's a certain guy out there who's throwing away 15 plus years of branding for a single letter that you can't really own the rights to so who's yeah. to say we'd be in the wrong here <laughs> yeah we're t- we're taking uh inspiration from a guy who's never messed up. And who's always right, and he has a ton of money. So yeah. how could he ever be wrong? The word tweet is in the dictionary. <laughs> um, and not just in the context of birds. <laughs> Excited to get to plug our our, uh, our X handle um, at the end of the episode. <laughs> at least I don't live next to the headquarters and I uh, get a seizure every night when I go to bed. Fuck yeah. Episode 1070, Luffy's dead. He is. And then there's a big dramatic cliffhanger where maybe he's not dead. Who knows what he is, actually, at the end of this episode. But we'll get there in chronological order, as we tend to do. You know this episode's crazy because there's no recap at the beginning. <laughs> oh, I didn't even like clock that. That's a good point. <laughs> um, which I'm honestly kind of surprised because there is a lot of, like, they, they do some work to stretch out this, uh, this chapter. Because this is just one chapter. They just had an extra or a bunch of extra fighting in mm. the performance floor. Which I think is nice, you know, it, it, there's a big difference between the time it takes to watch an episode and the time it takes to, to read a chapter. But it, I do think it is nice to really feel for like 20 minutes, everyone being like, ah, fuck, Luffy's actually dead. <laughs> this time, this time for real. What are we going to do? There's a, there's a lot of things that make it feel a little more serious. Obviously, we're uh, grown adults watching this show for kids, you know, it's a lot like the Infinity War thing where like, well, I'm sure kids are worried that those people might not come back, but most of us know they will. And this is a case, too, where I'm like, oh, shit, how's Luffy going to get out of this one? When they're really going out of their way to make it seem like he's super dead for real. Like, Momonosuke says he doesn't hear his voice anymore, which is, I think, ki- kind of was the big thing when he was knocked into the sea, is that Momo's like, no, I still hear him. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody. Before he, he knew that Luffy was alive now, <laughs> not even he knows. No, he wants to uh, surrender. Yeah, the other thing is they, they do a flashback where when Luffy's doing his last gear for, he's like, if this doesn't work, I lose. And I'm like, he's never said that kind of shit before, has he? Like, I don't think so. They're really, they're really trying to make it seem severe. The, the closest is in Sabori where he's like, uh, we can't win. Let's meet back in, <laughs> let's meet back at the ship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, I mean, I guess I think there's an argument to be made that the reason he's in denial in Marineford probably has to do with the recent defeat at Saibo Odi, but yeah. even even then, he's like not really convinced that uh, Ace can't be saved until he goes comatose. And when he, I mean, he also just throws himself into poison and, and fell down. No recap, 
Kaido's really mad that he won, or at least won unfairly like he, this. He, he didn't win in a real way. It's uh, it's like if they <coughs> he was at a bike race and someone came by and attached training wheels to him at the last second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably when he knew slow he him could down. win. Training wheels are extra weight. That slow you down. <laughs> um, not arrow. I'm afraid. Can, can you get like I know there's you can get those like super carbon fiber bikes that you can lift up with like two fingers. Can you get tr- like training wheels that are made out of the same shit? Probably, but I think I don't know. I, I think you just be wide wider and i think that would be the issue with aerodynamic i'll i'll ask the subreddit i'll go i'll get onto the <laughs> the um the cycling subreddit and be like does anyone have recommendations for aer- aerodynamic training wheels <laughs> that'd be really funny it'd be a pretty good shit post but yes obviously we we talked about last time how this is a mirror to the time that he uh, unfairly beat odin and didn't really want to to beat Odin that way, which is interesting because I think in both contexts he would have still won. Like I don't, I I I was thinking about this when I was watching the episode. I was like, I still think this would have happened the same way, even if CP Zero did not butt in. Yeah, I think the di- the difference is that I think Kaido would have finished Luffy off instead of walking away mad. Yeah, that's good. He would have. He would have like. He also would have felt better about it. Because I th- like I th- I think his thing is he he would feel better about his takeover of Wano if um he just got to beat Odin one on one without any like extra yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I think he he's angry. He feels like he's like I I assert myself with strength, and when I don't get to beat the strongest people on my own, that's taking something away from me. I have to then lash out angrily and kill a bunch of people that are worthless slaves <laughs> which is what he does he goes down the performance floor and uh fucks a bunch of people up he also erases the cp0 guy from existence he's, he's who knows what happened to that guy but he, <laughs> he he is knocked like through a couple floors um we also see luffy deflate and fly around in a very funny way <laughs> yeah like. it's it's really goofy but it's in a super somber moment <laughs> yeah somber quiet he's falling out of the sky his face looks more dead than it's ever been. Even at the end of this episode, when he's dead, it look he starts to look less dead than this as he falls from the sky. There's some dramatic heartbeat effects as we like sort of see glimpses of other people holding on, fighting to stay alive in Onigashima. Robin and Broker still running through fire. Usopp and the giraffe are running through fire. Everyone else, I think, is... I mean, I don't even know where Frankie is right now. I guess he has Zoro. Sanji is being nursed back to health by Mouse Lady. I think most everyone else is in the performance floor now. I think so, yeah. Or I guess Jinbei. We saw Jinbei meet up with Raizo, which the anime showed a little early. But the heartbeat effects are obviously significant because of how the episode ends, which I guess we'll talk about when the episode ends. But it's a nice little effect here for all the people like me who know how this episode's going to end before it does. And be like, oh shit, they're doing heartbeat stuff. Seems super dead for real. The narrator does declare Kaido as the winner. Saved it from the last episode to put it in this one. Flattens out the CP0 guy who also kind of like knows like, well, this is my job. This is the rest of my job is to take this fucking hit. Doesn't run away. Just takes it. Don't see him again. The other CP0 guy's like, oh, I can go. I guess I can leave. His page on the wiki is just gone now. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't remember him. Cypher are we talking about? What? What's Cypher yeah. pull? I don't know. But Kaido's mad. He's like, this is no fun. This isn't how I wanted to win, blah, blah, blah. He turns into a big angry dragon. We, we go back inside the performance floor. Kawamatsu's like looking at the fire, 
in the flames <laughs> and he can't carry on he's he, he he wants to know how to save people but they don't know how to deal with the fire and then instead of making it better it gets worse because kaido comes back inside and does a blast breath on everybody and then he just hangs out in the performance floor for the rest of the episode monologuing about evil shit throwing fire beams at people Every, he's like i saw her guys but i killed luffy he's dead i'm kind of mad about it Where's Momonosuke so he can surrender and we can call this a day? I'm going to drop my, my shit onto the capital and get a bunch of slaves. Law also mentions Luffy's voice being gone. Don't remember if this was in the chapter, but I'm like, why, can, why was Law know? Why is Law hearing shit? <laughs> I'll just set that aside for now. Deal with that <laughs> later. But Chopper's crying is really, that's a really great voice performance, by the way. Chopper, like, screams in pain. <laughs> At the news, which, like, you know, 16-year-old boy. It's, it reminds me of the Saba Odi thing where Luffy really flips out after losing his crew. And I'm, like, always just kind of impressed by voice performances like that in a weekly TV show. Oh, yeah. Kaido is like, all right, who's next? And I'm, I'm reminded of Apu's plan to take over, like, to beat whoever wins the fight. And I'm like, where's Apu? Where's he at? He wanted to be next. I want to see Kaido hit, hit him a bunch. I want to see Kaido kill Apu. <laughs> Apu ran away with pictures. He's running to the newsstands, I guess. No, Apu's power is going to awaken, and we're going to get to see his his power. What that? He's he's going to turn people into It'll music. Be, you be know, like a yet the fucking yellow submarine cartoon. You, you know the uh, you've seen Big, right, with Tom Hanks? Uh, it's been a long time. Oh, uh, like the scene where he's playing in the toy store and they have like the big like on the floor keyboard and they're playing it by jumping and dancing around on it. He can do he can do that. He can turn the environment into instruments and fuck people oh, okay. up. Yeah, he turns turns Kaido into a a big clarinet and into like an accordion and mm, just like that'd be folds pretty and good. Him. I, I mean, <laughs> I I do want to know what turning random shit into instruments would sound like. <laughs> Maybe we should keep Apu around. I know we've been mean to him. <laughs> We've been trying to get him killed all all summer, really. But you've just now pitched to me that his power is kind of cool, if awakened. Maybe can we, I guess mean, I guess we could kill him and give it to somebody better. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, we kill him and then give his power to. I don't. I think his his Brooke power would be sword. would be best used by like a no, harsh noise musician. Mm, yeah, the Mersbau Mersbau know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm one of those people who only knows one noise musician i'm sure it, i don't know if our audience includes people who are super into harsh noise but i feel like if you were that person that i just made up you would be annoyed every time you hear Mersbaum mentioned it's like all right name a second noise guy and i can't and i know that but i just the closest i get is i listen to boris sometimes. but anyways well so, so this scene continues otama doesn't believe it otama's like no luffy can't die He's, he's, he's surely alive. But, and I like Nami's line, which is, even if he's killed, he can't die. Which, bold claim, Nami. I like Nami's scene a lot. Of course, it's, it's very emotional, her standing up. You get shots of her tattoo specifically, which I think is a, a, a good touch when she's like, Luffy does what he says he's going to do. He doesn't lose fights. But she stands up to Kaido, calls him a big lying snake, sends a bunch of snake emojis at him, <laughs> and gets kind of canceled for it it's weird then kaido does a blast breath uh at her marco blocks it and they kind of still get knocked away and kaido continues his monologues about turning everyone into slaves and if one dies whatever there's more 
He'll kill as many as he needs to. And the Beast Pirates now go on the offensive. Uh, Kid and Law are protected by their crews. Eventually, they start fighting themselves, although they can't do very much. Like, you see Kid trying to use his power, but he just kind of, like, the, the screws are flying so slowly to his arm. It's almost comical. We see Cat Viper and the Minx also being like, what the fuck? I guess we gotta also contribute to this fight. And then we never see them again. But we go back outside and Yamato's like, we gotta keep fighting, Momo. And he's like, no, I don't think we do. I think we should give up and cry. (laughs) And Yamato's like, that's not what samurais do. Kaido's probably pretty wounded too. We should should keep fighting. There's no point in surviving if we're just gonna be turned into slaves again. (laughs) I won't let you surrender. Uh, they talk about 20 years of Wano suffering being on their shoulders. No <laughs> pressure. Momo hasn't been alive 20 years. <laughs> and Yamato's big final line is like, we'll just die together. Which makes it sound like you're going to see them fight, which, I mean, by the end of this episode, you're like, oh, we're back at it already. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I tried to grab, I want to grab a screenshot of just Momo's face after because it's like one one of the weird guy <laughs> with huge boobs who keeps saying that he's your dad says you gotta die together <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that it does get pretty weird <laughs> it's just really funny it's like this guy that you've known for a couple hours is like nah bro let's just die together man <laughs> we gotta do it he's so determined <laughs> I'm your dad and we have to die together <laughs> uh, after the eye catch we go back inside the performance floor. More blast breath, more fighting. A lot of this is is sort of added on to anime only. More Nami saying that can't be true. And then she talks to Luffy. She sort of yells at Luffy from where she is and is like saying, you got to keep your word. You always do. And we go look at him and he still looks pretty super dead. Uh, but the rest of this episode is just very... I wouldn't even say it's dragged out because I, I like it. I like this final sequence of the episode. Um, but it is really just like three panels of manga <laughs> that is a, a kind of insane cliffhanger in the manga turned into, I think, a different exciting sequence. And it kind of, I mean, not that I would compare this to anything in Whole Cake for any reason, but I do think it's interesting when Oda writes around sound and then Toei gets to kind of go crazy with it. Obviously, there's kanji or katakana or what, but he writes in the sound effects in these comics. So, like, to that extent, it is part of the visual language to have the big text in the panel. But it is just interesting how often he does it that he's like, I'm going to make drums a big deal right now for this, for this power-up Luffy gets that is more significant when it's adapted. But I thought of Whole Cake because of the musical numbers. But anyways, yes, the, the, the sequence, it, it moves a little slowly where we kind of quietly see Luffy's corpse, but his heart still seems to be beating a little bit. And Zunisha hears it. We specifically <laughs> cut away to Zunisha, who's like, what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> and he starts talking to Momonosuke. He's like, I hear something. Hold on. <laughs> and then the heartbeat kind of speeds up and turns into a drum beat. And, Momono- and or Zunisha's like, Momo, I hear them. It's been 800 years, but I hear them. And Momo's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and there's like extended moments of quiet and or like i guess just drums in between their conversation dragged out for a little bit it's very exciting the way the drums build in this i'm so excited for the soundtrack in the next episode one of the things i've been most excited about luffy starts to uh i guess i don't know how would you describe it melt 
Yeah. <laughs> he starts to turn into like a a sea anemone. Yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> um, obviously, I mean, you've seen the episode, so it's not like I need to beat around the bush or anything, but the episode ends with Zunisha saying, I can hear the drums of liberation. <laughs> Joy Boy has returned. <gasps> And then, yeah, his hair also kind of starts to, to melt, and that I, the sea anemone comparison is very good. Uh, he has a big smile on his face, and that's when we get to be continued. Um, and there's a very funny boing-boing noise over it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Which, it's, it's something that with, like, I've noticed with the last, I don't know, like, 20 episodes or so, is they didn't do a lot over the to be continued, and in Wano, it's just, like, a constant new thing that keeps happening. Wano, they, they really do put a lot of flourishes on it. Either Zoro <laughs> slicing or petals or lightning effects or whatever. Yeah. Obvi- so obviously, I don't, I'm the two be- the, or the next time on was got me so fucking hyped. I'm assuming, as per usual, you say you don't watch it. Uh, I, I feel like I should skip it for, the, for, for what we do. <laughs> that, which is fair. But I'm glad that this is the cliffhanger. This is kind of, this is a, such a fun spot to stop and, uh, just ask you a bunch. I mean, I don't even have a ton of questions to ask you. I just, I feel like I'm just so curious what your perspective on things is now. I mean, like you've seen pictures and designs that have been impossible to avoid of yeah the 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 thing that Luffy looks like after after this. And I'm sure again, we talked about this last time. Like you're smart enough, and there's enough context in this show that you can guess like two words. I think of. <laughs> what it's gonna be one way or the other or it's, yeah. you know maybe both but to, to 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 me it's it's still more of a like i i think um i don't know how it, i have not seen anything of how how it works like i have not seen i've not seen any of it in action i've just seen like quick like key art or fan art as i'm scrolling so mm-hmm. and it's and the fan art isn't it doing a, isn't Luffy doing a crazy move or anything? It's just like look at him, <laughs> look at the boy. <laughs> yeah, why are you white? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a big thing that we were talking about last summer when uh, we were. I was talking specifically, I think, to the the Paramecia folks, being like, "How much is Film Red gonna show us that maybe Jory shouldn't see it?" And the answer is nothing. <laughs> there is nothing that <laughs> Luffy does in Film Red. That is specific to what you're going to see next week, which obviously was <laughs> beneficial for you getting to go see the movie. You, you knew, okay, he's going to look like this. I can probably guess a couple things about it. Doesn't mean you've seen anything about it in motion. Definitely. I mean, just from the to be continued in the trailer they posted, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're nailing it. But obviously the thing that you couldn't have been prepared for <laughs> without, I guess, being <laughs> explicitly spoiled is uh, Zunisha saying, "Oh, Joy Boy's back." <laughs> yeah, what one? When did they establish Joy Boy? That was back in Fishman Island, right? I believe that would have been the first time it came up. Was when they were when... talking about the note that he left in the pond yeah, <laughs> which I think was like an apology for not going back there. We should have been piecing it together when Luffy's like, "This place is gonna be mine. I'm gonna have ownership of of Fishman Island." It's like, oh well, he's got some sort of destiny. Then I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's almost even to him like, I guess you can go nuts with predictions, but with just this big cliffhanger, it's almost like it doesn't answer any questions. <laughs> no. It's just that uh, whatever Joy Boy seems to be, 
Zunisha couldn't had no clue before now, which is another thing people have talked about. Is just like, did Luffy have to die? <laughs> and also, someone pointed out, um, in Impel Down, uh, when Luffy is like almost dying, and but uh, Ivankov like gives him a bunch of hormones and shit to live. <laughs> he gives him HRT he, to live. He, yeah, he 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 transits his gender and. He just kind of screams in pain for like 12 hours. <laughs> Apparently there are shots of his tear- hair turning like shock white, um, which someone is like, hmm. so, like, is like, has Oda really been cooking this long? <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that, that one I think is, is more of a like, because it's, it's going to shorten your lifespan. So it's a, a, mm-hmm. a, a like visual thing of old. <laughs> it's Maybe. like if you went to a beach that make you old. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the beach. His, my my job was beach but uh yeah people the thing is like people have like pointed out like every time anyone else has been near death that hasn't happened <laughs> so hmm. so like that that that's the reason they're like there's people who feel both ways about it and <laughs> i have no strong feelings about it i think it's cool if oda intended it <laughs> i don't feel strongly about like i'm not trying to it's not like there's anything to solve because it's already you're looking back at it because you already know what luffy's gonna look like next yeah. week <laughs> But uh, someone, I don't remember who in the Discord sh- was showing me the panels and being like, you should mention this. And I'm like, okay. Um, I did. It, it's, it's weird because I'm just like, I'm like, okay, exciting cliffhanger. Got a prod jewelry. And I'm like, okay, well, what actually is there to speculate on? <laughs> it's uh, the, something that I'm, I'm curious about and maybe we'll get an explanation for, but they changed the name of the fruit. So... Mm-hmm. It, this feels like it's more of like the actual form of the fruit instead of awakening, which is interesting. Uh, that like, unless this would still be cons- unless the fruit was named after the awakening, I don't know. It's just something weird of like, huh? If they're uh, if they're all talking about how it's they never they like change the name. To like hide its power and it's never been awakened. What what was the original name and how does how did it like not come about? Well, I I could answer that question. <laughs> is 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 I guess what I'll say because then it's like you'll get an answer. It's it's a little more complicated, but what do you think the fruit is then? <laughs> like wh- if you don't think this is just rubber awakening and he's gonna be able to turn other shit into rubber. Considering you've seen him be rubber for a thousand episodes, what, like, wh- what do you, what do you think it is? That, I, like, I, that's a good, good question because I, I don't <laughs> know what it could be. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really weird. It is. I mean, you haven't seen it do anything yet, so I guess there's that. I, I don't know if the answer is gonna be immediate in the next episode. But yeah, it is kind of interesting because I feel like without the government saying that shit, the obvious thing is like, oh, okay, he's going to be able to awaken rubber fruit. That's fucking cool. Okay, maybe Joy Boy had that fruit 100 years ago. I don't know. But the fact that they go out of their way to say, we had to change its name. It's clearly a rubber (laughs) fruit. What's different than like, what, what would you significantly change it from gum gum? And another thing is, is, uh, if you have to change it, was was the original name something so dangerous everyone knows about it? 
Or is it uh, in reference to the blank century? Um. Well, if it hasn't awakened in 800 fucking years, I, I, I don't, I mean, again, I know what the name of the fruit is, so <laughs> I, have to, I have to sort of playfully be facetious. The biggest thing that I find interesting about it, again, this is going to be a conversation that will continue on the podcast as we, as we get further into the show, um, and it's the thing that I've been thinking about because of where the manga's gone, but I find it so fascinating, and it, I think, makes perfectly fine sense when you do find out what the fruit is, but I'm very curious to see how you feel about what the fruit is and all of the whole thing, but the fact that they're like, no, the, we, they changed the name of the fruit. Does only knowing that name limit what Luffy tries to do? Like, he's like, oh, okay, it's a rubber fruit, I guess. Like, did, like okay, putting aside what Shanks may or may not know about it. The fact that, like, Shanks got it, Luffy accidentally eats it, and it's like, that's the gum gum fruit. Your body's made of rubber now. And, you know, definitely, I think we all went out of our way to check the manga and be like, okay, Shanks said that before Luffy ever stretched. Which is why, like, we've got, we've rewatched some recap stuff, and I've been like, oh, it's funny that they... Like, Shanks grabs his arm and he walks away and it stretches. And I'm like, that doesn't happen before. And then manga, that doesn't happen before Shanks says it. It it is just funny. Like, like, sunning aside what the name might actually be, I'm like, how much does what you think your fruit can do affect what you can do with it? Like, do you have to, like, like how how much is willpower? How much is uh, ambition? That that goes to, like, I think we talked about that last time, too, just with, like, uh, Kaku and stuff. Like, giraffes mm-hmm. can't do that. Dinosaurs can't launch their heads. <laughs> they can't pull their heads back. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, how, how much of it is just being creative? And the answer to that is however much Oda wants, because he likes to draw fun stuff. Yeah. Which, is, which is why <laughs> Luffy being made of rubber is perfect. He's, just a car- he's literally just a cartoon character. It's the, uh, the rules of... Um... You shouldn't do it unless it's really funny. Then go ahead. No, I'm mean, yeah. I, I want to see Luffy do like Buster Keaton shit. <laughs> I want to see Luffy try and build a house. <laughs> oh, that'd it, be real and good. It, and then it falls on him. It's always kind of been true about the rubber thing. I think power scaling dipshits have kind of gotten a little involved with like the seriousness of the fights, the floor cube fights. Like, uh, I love the Katakuri fight, but it's pretty straightforward anime fare. I think I'm like, yeah, they. Like, I do think the mochi power is kind of weird, and that's where you get Snake Man, which does some cool stuff, but it's not, like, cartoony in a weird way. Um, or in, like, a funny way. Like, fun- like comedy isn't really the-, the priority there, which is fine. It doesn't always have to be. But L- Luffy getting to kind of prioritize being a silly, goofy guy is something that I like. Even when it's, like, Tank Man. Like, I like that he comes up with something stupid Yeah, to beat Cracker. The nightmare shit when he took all those ghosts or yeah. shadows when he ate up all the shadows and became Nightmare Luffy. <laughs> he needs to do that again. Yes. Um, there are people being like, did that inspire the way Gear 4 looks? Like Bound Man, which I'm like, I don't know, not really, but <laughs> I guess he's big. But like, no, I, lo- I love it when Luffy gets dumb ideas and goes for it more than this like straightforward stuff. And I, what I like about the Kaido fight is that you, you get both. And you also get it from Kaido's side. You also get Kaido being goofy. I guess the, the other big thing is just like, okay, Luffy's Joy Boy. Is that, we don't really know enough of what that means to, at this point 
to have maybe a strong feeling about it. Some people don't like the 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 destiny stuff in in the show and in, in in these kind of long stories where it's like, oh, he was like meant meant to do any of this stuff. And I think, in my opinion, One Piece sidesteps it a good bit. Especially when you had the line of like, oh, it hasn't been awakened in a hundred years. And I'm like, well, how many people have had it? And they all just weren't good enough. <laughs> they all just like didn't really have the spirit and crack the code to uh to push themselves to this point where they die and are resurrected as our Lord and Savior, Joy Boy Christ. <laughs> and we can have that conversation more. But I'm like, I don't know. I, maybe there isn't enough information for you to have strong feeling about it yet. But maybe you always kind of assumed... This big important person would be Luffy. <laughs> uh, that uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I f- figured to be related to like Roger in some way, or something we'd unveil more in history, and maybe it's like the previous person who had Luffy's fruit, or something like that, or someone who who also is important. But it could all be like a weird blank history historical thing that we weren't going to know about for a while but now mm-hmm. it's uh h- here yeah it's it's interesting because i don't know how recently they started talking about joy boy coming back because they, they mention it in fishman and it's like yeah he always said he was going to come back and he never did and i'm like well that's old as shit <laughs> am i supposed to imagine this guy's coming like still alive or i i, I up until i don't know kind of recently i guess in and one piece have I ever thought about like, oh, can another person just show up and have the title of Joy Boy? Until like Kaido or, or Odin or whatever is like, no, he's gonna come back. We know this as a fact. And I'm like, how? What does that mean? And I didn't really think about it very hard until this chapter <laughs> a year ago. And then, you know, I guess we'll get more information in the next couple of weeks. I don't remember how much of it is right away. Even though I feel like I just read these chapters, but I think I'm just bad at retaining shit that I read on my phone. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get like a super, super cheap tablet. Yeah, I did that once, but it was too cheap, and it genuinely oh. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> just like steal my boyfriend's iPad, and I'm like, can I just download Manga Plus on this real quick? That's not a bad idea. That's why I like my uh my laptop because I can just take the screen off and it's the same dimension because a manga page is uh two by three so mm-hmm. and that's the same dimensions as my laptop screen so I can just take yes. it off and full screen it's the same exact size it's awesome yeah maybe I can just hold my laptop sideways because mine doesn't my screen does not detect but <laughs> that's also not a bad idea <laughs> it's like uh I think the Vita you could play down well sideways. And I was like, that's oh, cool. cool. <laughs> I didn't it's like know a, that. It's like bigger than a phone. Too bad <laughs> nobody owns a Vita. <laughs> I love Downwell. I, I wish uh, Downwell did it on the Switch. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't. Anyways, I don't know what other speculation you might have. I, I feel like I've run out of things to point at and say, but I mean, it, why his heartbeat turn into weird drum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of things like... The the melting look and all of that, that's pretty easy to understand, I think. Knowing yeah. this show and how powers work and rubber awakening ideas, sure. Joy Boy, maybe exciting, maybe scary, interesting, not enough information. Why the drum beat though? <laughs> why he why he dropping that beat? <laughs> Battle music to get real excited. He's yeah, ready. like in the diegesis. <laughs> <laughs> we we need uh diegetic battle music now. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, he's he's got the Kino Kino no me. <laughs> it's it's a fruit that makes stuff badass. Yeah, no, he actually he accidentally ate Apu, and now he's in there <laughs> playing the drums on his little heart. They teamed up. Apparently, from Zunisha's point of view, the drums of liberation and him being Joy Boy are, are intrinsically linked. So, I might actually reread the chapters just so i know ahead of time i'm like is this a thing we're gonna know next week although i'm sure someone will tell us in the discord before i get to that so maybe i won't but uh but anyways i i i'm out i think i'm out of stuff to to throw at you at this point there's so much going on there is it there is and there isn't there's like kind of one thing going on but it branches out in way more directions than i think It kind of prepare like it, I wouldn't even say prepares you, but like more ways than you would expect. I think that one event to branch out. I also think, and this is more of a Toei thing. I, I don't think I mentioned this on the on the podcast specifically, but a couple episodes ago, I think it was when we were still doing like a, a bulk episode. They kind of go out of their way to make it seem like maybe Momonosuke is supposed to be Joy Boy, which I think <laughs> is really fun for Toei to do. A couple like you know, four or five episodes before this happens. They talk about all these things Joy Boy is supposed to do and that's really important and then in the same conversation talk about how Momonosuke has to do stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's good misdirection. <laughs> You're maybe not thinking about some scary big stuff pointing to, to Luffy all at the same time. But yeah, so that's, I think, that's it for my for my stuff. Uh, obviously, we'll do your always correct predictions at the end of the episode. After we do our plugs, but before we do our plugs, is there anything else you want to throw out there and say about the episode or where your where where your head's at, where the jewelry zone is? Um, I'm just ready to see this thing that's uh, it's been like a year and three or four months since it showed up in the manga. So I'm <laughs> it. I I I do hope the the hype isn't isn't too crazy. From the, the from the teaser, and the next time on, I'm like. This shit looks crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And who's to say it's just this next episode is the only one (laughs) that we get to see him do crazy. How how do we know we're not just going to get like a a month long suite of him doing crazy cool stuff? Not like he's just going to immediately show up and like hit a win button. Um, (laughs) So Wano will have to continue a little bit. He he does have to figure out how to like get used to this. Mm hmm. Because I actually, <laughs> I'm really excited to see it because I think from reading the chapter, I think they actually do a really fun job of that. Because uh, something else that's interesting with this is with uh, gear, the like other stuff, it, it seemed like Luffy kind of like knew about it in advance. Yeah, with all the other gears, it made it seem like he had trained it off screen. And we actually get flashback to him training gear four in the time skip. The first time he shows it off, he's like, I know how to do this now but yeah yeah no it they, it kind of make i don't know when he would have figured out gear second and third because it seems like either he was thinking about it on the train ride or just in between skypea and water seven because he, he pulls it out for bruno and it's just like i'm ready to do something new that i've been working <laughs> on i you know this is a thing we'll t- i just love that anything luffy can think of to do with his body he can do <laughs> And that's what's so beautiful about Luffy's power, I think. It's just that, like, he's he's just a cartoon boy. And if he can think of doing it, he typically can do it. <laughs> I, I think about the weird dumb net he did in Arlong Park 
a lot. <laughs> we will we'll, we will have to see him trying to figure out how it works. And then also he still, I mean, like, it's not like a Sinsu bean or whatever. He's not going to be at full health again. Yeah. He is still going to be pretty beaten senseless. We'll have to, we'll have to see next time. We'll, we'll, we'll be coming to you live Saturday night. And by live, I mean, I don't know. I'll probably, I don't know if I'll edit right away, but probably. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. So we'll, we'll move into our plugs real quick. Uh, I'm Noam Jory, uh, on anything that you can find me at. On and X! I, and I want you to follow me. Jory's uh, on X! I am, I am on X. This is not a pro-drug podcast. On Letterboxd. You, on Letterboxd, you can see me, uh, give insane ratings to movies like The Bratz Movie or The Spice Girls Movie. <laughs> or in my opinion, Barbie. <laughs> Let's see, on, uh... I'm, don't follow me on threads. That platform sucks. Um, do it. I'm, do it. Ju- do it. Jory.zone on Blue Sky. Does threads have hashtags? Does Blue Sky have hashtags? Blue Sky does. Threads doesn't. Damn. Inferior. Uh, I think that's all I got. I got about the same, but my handle's no I'm Joe. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not. It's, it's Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O. Twitter. I'm just going to keep calling it Twitter and threads and that's real uh, instagram i guess yeah but all that stuff got a trailer for a documentary you can watch if you want it's my pinned tweet and you can go to half serious half kidding.com that's the, the name of the film um watch list it on letterboxd because i think that's funny <laughs> it's like uh one uh indie game say to wishlist them on steam yeah it's just like that wishlist my my movie i don't know go see oppenheimer if you haven't uh, you can follow our Twitter on Twitter. You can follow our podcast's Twitter. It's we are watching OP. We have not gone to threads because I think we'd have to make an Instagram to, to do that. Maybe not. You do. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, if we have to do it, we'll get around to it, but it's not a priority. Prime, if you still want to get a hold of us, uh, honestly, the best way is the Discord. You can find a link to the Discord in our show notes or in our Twitter bio. If we got to go somewhere, we'll we'll go somewhere, but. Because I know not everybody uses Discord, but frankly, that's the best place. Yeah. We're, we're going to start doing uh, weekly, or maybe less, maybe every other weekly. I don't know. We're going to start doing sort of regular card game stuff over there on the Discord. I'll, I'll probably start putting energy towards it after I'm done with the classes I'm taking this summer. But excited to do that. Conversation over there is great. There is a, a patron channel as well, if you want to support our Patreon. Um, get these episodes early. Monthly bonus episodes and your name mentioned here in a minute uh, this week by Jory. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Everything's at the dollar a month tier. So you, you'll get these episodes and everything else for a dollar. If you are able to give us more, super appreciate it. Probably end up covering the Netflix show over there too. I don't know how much, like, I don't, I don't know if we'll cover it like, in one long fucking episode or what, but I think we're going to put it over there just because I think our Patreon could use a little bit of a boost. And I think we could use some locked in bonus episodes because we're kind of running out of <laughs> shit to do right now. Stay, this this month, we're, we're last minute going to cover uh, a bunch of One Piece shorts that we haven't seen and watched. Um, some of them are silent films made with toys. So I'm excited about those. Oh, <laughs> one of them's about Ace dying. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's over there at the Patreon. As I said, it's now Jory's turn to read all of your names live. 
Thanks slash, to slash Jen. everyone. Uh, A to Z couple, Adam, Anton, Becca, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moak, Chad, Connor, Damien, David, Deus, Aqueous, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, James, Joe, Josh, Cat, Ken, King, Solomander. Thank you for changing your name. Uh, Kyle Grant. <laughs> Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mallory, Martha, McFoley, 299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Raish, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Escride, Snowy, Scales, Spandan, Steven, Taniel, what is it, Load, <laughs> The Catfangs, Tony, Trey, Van, Vitek, Verdigree, and ya boy. Thanks. <laughs> Preach. Thank you. Mad preach. I think that's I think that's it. So uh it's time for your always correct predictions. A very fun cliffhanger to have you riff on. Dare I say go for it, Jory. What's gonna happen next week on One Piece? I figured out what they changed the name of the fruit from. Oh good. They changed it to gum it's actually the silly putty, silly putty no me. <laughs> And he can copy anyone else's fruit. He just makes like a big, you know how you can like copy the newspaper with, with Silly Putty? You can No, Lu- but now Lu- I do. <laughs> Luffy can do that. So Luffy can uh, just like copy Kaido and then turn into a giant dragon man. He can copy um, Sanji and just set his foot on fire. He can copy Zoro and uh, make a bunch of arms. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> He can copy uh, Blackbeard and just uh, <laughs> have two fruits. <laughs> <laughs> he he can copy someone's power by being able to have more than one power, but maybe permanently. I do. I like the idea that they had to change the name because of copyright reasons. They're like, yeah, sorry, we don't have the rights to Silly Putty, so we got to change the name. And then if Luffy awakens it, I don't know, start paying fines. <laughs> And that's the real problem is that the government doesn't want to pay the fines. Yeah. <laughs> Intellectual property is a big, big thing for the Marines. And unsurprisingly, honestly, it's that and anti homeless benches. <laughs> Those are the two big things. <laughs> now I'm imagining like you're just sailing the ocean and you just see like a bench in the middle of the sea and it has the fucking bars on it. No shade. <laughs> no shade. Just randomly in between like Alabasta and fucking Water 7. You just see that. Yeah, and they're like, why did you even make those? And they're like, oh, it's for Okiji when he bikes around. But we also hate that guy. We don't want it to be for anybody else. <laughs> we don't want him to enjoy it. Yeah. He doesn't need shade in his defense. <laughs> That's true. Uh, or maybe he needs it most of all. It's hard to say. Um, lots of questions about Okiju nowadays. Anyways, that's the end of the podcast. We'll be back next week for the big one with the Drums of Liberation. We are we are listening to the Drums of Liberation. But until then... <laughs> to oh, be... Boing, 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 boing. To be boing, boing, continued. <laughs> continued. <laughs> my uh i gotta i gotta learn a bunch of quotes from who framed roger rabbit for next time <laughs>